0: Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, championing the unsung heroes of business, accountants. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Ryan Carey. In the late 1990s, Ryan Carey initiated his investment technology career at Advent Software. Advancing through roles at Advent, he later joined SEI to oversee their outsourced investment management with a knack for data management and client service, he established AcuSource in 2008, specializing in white glove operations for family offices. Addressing the challenge of transferring investment data to general ledgers, Ryan founded Knowledger in 2020. Based near Philadelphia, he harmonizes family life with his love for bicycling. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Ryan Carey. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. And thank you for the invite. Well, first off, Ryan, why do you do what you do? I
1: love using data and computers to make life easier on people. And that started back even before Advent when I was a bond trader and realized the computer in Bloomberg and using DD links in Excel back in the 90s could help you make better decisions. And then my career and companies have progressed through that. And that's what we do now is we try to use tools and robots to make accountants life easier.
0: Well, I wonder how we might apply that practically. How can we use data more wisely to assist with the dearth of talent in the accounting profession right now?
1: So the, you mentioned the dearth of accounting professionals. It's just it's a known fact, and you can see various articles on it. Um, what happened when I was running my last company, we had a white-gloved operation service, and I kept seeing the family offices, and you have these very talented accountants, Hitting pause at the end of the month or the quarter and doing all the data entry into the general ledger, and there just has to be a better way. And that's where the idea for or came. So with not we're we're using tools and um, uh, rules engines to stop the accountants from doing that work and use that to put the data. In. And also, you're separating the data entry from the audit, which like th- that is just an accounting role that you should be doing. So it really helps the accountants to say. I'm going to be an accountant and an auditor instead of doing data entry which nobody likes data entry anyway
0: the challenge of course is is that in the accounting profession oftentimes they bill by the hour and isn't this potentially a reduction in their their fee if they go from that side of things
1: you're you're looking into one of our more difficult problems in a sales cycle especially when we're talking to an accounting firm when we're talking straight to the family office It's a wonderful conversation because you're saving time. You can have them do other things. But when you're talking to an accounting group, you hit the nail on the head. They struggle and say, what are we going to do with all those lost hours? I'm not a good salesperson. I'm a good technician. Save them. Save people money, I guess, is the horrible
0: answer. (laughs) Well, or perhaps change their pricing strategy to something more like subscription-based pricing. Exactly. That's easier said than done. That's what I would do, but I agree with you. So, talk a little bit more about how the the data moving into the accounting system um, and the and the technology that you have really allows for a reduction in even audit because you're kind of checking things as you're going. It's almost a continuous audit, if you will.
1: It is. You're right. So it's a continue. You can push the data more frequently if you want, Um, and it really depends on the source. Some sources aren't as good as others, and. You're also able to tag the journal entries into the general ledger. So a human can't do that nearly as as efficient as a machine. So if you have a journal entry and you want to tag it to say, oh, here's the asset class, here's the custodian, here's the sub entities it goes to, all those things just aren't built for a human's eyes and fingers. Versus if you put it in a process, it's much more efficient. And then you have those tags to help you do exactly what you said, Ed. You can then do the audit more efficiently.
0: Are there ways to to even tag something as suspicious on the way in so that somebody would would then look at it?
1: Um, we don't do that. But in general, we know the areas, depending on the data source, that the data is going to be more suspicious. Okay. So if you're pulling the data from a system that has derived the data, you're going to say, oh, I need to check my realized gains closer. I need to check my amortization closer. Your buys, sells, dividends, interest, those are going to be clean
0: and what about making that correction does it is uh, it, because it's it's an AI system is it able to then learn from the fact that oh last time I fixed it this way I'm gonna have to fix it this way again the next time
1: we've not done that yet no so we are we stay in our lane mm. we create the journal entries I learned early on when I tried to build tools to help on the audit and reconciliation I'm really stepping on our clients toes because they're auditors I can't go there I create the journal entries hard stop
0: <laughs> That makes that makes sense. You want them to be able to do what they need to do best, which is find those anomalies and stuff. So, Ryan, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? So I'm going to give you a long answer
1: to that because I want to talk about mentors versus heroes. So the mentors, I was very lucky in every step of my career to have great mentors from Pre-Advent, John Milne helped me at Mellon Bond. At Advent, I had two wonderful people that are still my mentors, Anthony Sperling and Mel Carey. And then when I started creating my own companies, I got into Vistage and EO, and I created – there's groups you get involved with. And some of those people I've met in those groups are lifelong friends and mentors. But to answer your question, I'm a history buff too, so I tend to read a lot of history. I'm going to go with Harry Truman because he was just – I called – He's just a grinder. I mean, he fell into the presidency. And can you imagine when you had the big three working their way through World War II with FDR, Churchill, and Stalin? And then all of a sudden, FDR passes away, and here's let's call him little old Truman. Nobody knows goes walking in to hang out with Churchill and Stalin to set the world. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Truman because that's a pretty amazing story, and he did pretty well for itself, walking and, into that that tough position.
0: And lastly, Ryan, how can somebody contact you?
1: Um, the website's probably the best way, just knowledgeofllc.com. You can get contact on us, and you can find me there.
0: All right. Ryan Carey, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thank you, Ed. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.